Welcome to Leading Virtual Teams, the podcast for emerging and established leaders looking to find balance in the busy world of hybrid working. With me, Dr. Maren Deepwell. For new listeners, here is a quick reminder that you can find links to the resources mentioned in the episode and more information about me and my work in the show notes. If you'd like to keep in touch, subscribe to my free newsletter to get a roundup of all the episodes each month, blog posts, and information about upcoming courses directly to your inbox. Now, on to the episode. Hello, and thank you for listening in to this episode today, which is all about moving through a period of transition at houseplant pace. So I have been getting slightly more obsessed by houseplants over the last few years. And for those of you who read my blog regularly, you know that I've previously published posts like leadership lessons from office plants and so on. Um, so in this post, or, or rather for this episode, there is an accompanying blog post, which I'll include in the show notes. Um, but basically the idea that I want to explore today is how having plants and interacting with them or observing them is helping me cope with an intense period of change at work right now as I move between jobs, but also to make some space and some time for really enjoying what can be quite an unsettling or uncomfortable place to be. I think we all have a lot of experience that we have from the last few years about coping with uncertainty. And I'm not really relishing returning to a period in my life where there is a lot of uncertainty. What I am looking forward to is having a change, having new opportunities. Um, I'm very fortunate in that I have you know, a lot of opportunities to learn new things and explore new skills and new projects and getting involved with a whole new program of work than I have done um, in the role that I've had for the last 15 years. So I am very much looking forward to what's ahead, but in order to get there, I still need to get through this period of change where everything feels slightly uncertain, uncomfortable, I'm a little bit on edge and discombobulated. So my plants and looking after my plants certainly is a source of solace and inspiration. And also a nice way of bringing a little bit of what's green indoors. So this episode is very much a bit of open practice, sharing some reflections, as well as some practical tips in case you yourself find yourself going through a period of transition or change. What I want to do is sharing some sort of, yeah, some strategies that are working for me, as well as some things that I'm really struggling with. And I want to kind of start with one of the things that I'm struggling with at the moment, um, which is an entirely digital problem. So one of the tasks that I have at the moment is to switch over lots of accounts 
um, to a new email address and to give people a new email address and update social media sites and so on. And I found that kind of life admin stuff to be so much more involved than I really had imagined. I think I've been a little bit um, casual about managing where I use um, what information. And now nearly every day I have to go through managing and updating information wherever I go. Like I um, I looked on LinkedIn the other day and wanted to add a new project that I'm doing. And then I realized belatedly that there's a project um, that I had on my LinkedIn profile that um, started in 2013 and finished in 2014, but I'd never add, added an end date to the project. And I'm not entirely sure whether projects on LinkedIn had start and end dates in 2013, but at any rate, it's not something that I've particularly noticed. So I have a lot of these types of digital difficulties at the moment, trying to subscribe and unsubscribe and update and delete. And I think the fragmentation of social media that is happening in the sectors that I work in at the moment, where everybody's moving away from one platform and moving towards other platforms, but all different platforms, um, isn't really helping me here. And I've been thinking very carefully about where I want to have presence and why. And um, that maybe is a good topic for one of my, my future episodes. But this very much relates to one of the other things that I think is causing me a little bit of frustration at the moment, which is that you just can't rush change. It just takes time to adjust. Um, other people and processes need time to catch up. Um, but most importantly, I need time to adjust too. So in my mind, I think, or at least in part of my mind, I would just like it to be sometime in the future when everything feels settled and new routines have become familiar when the kind of fantasy planning in my diary and calendar that I've been doing about what my weeks look like um, would already be a reality rather than just a plan. And where I've stopped feeling unsettled and stopped feeling like I just need to, um, you know, get on with this change as, as fast as possible. And I think, you know, I obviously understand rationally, intellectually, that change takes time and these processes take time. And um, from previous periods of big transitions or change, like moving house, for example, I definitely got the impression that my pace of, of change is generally faster than either others or the universe um, want to want to allow. Um, and I'm finding it, you know, a challenge to embrace that period of change. I like the idea of embracing it and sitting comfortably with uncertainty and and change, but actually doing that in person um, is is proving frustrating at times. And I think that brings me to my next point, um, which is the sense of you know needing time to adjust, needing time to process is definitely resulting in overall productivity going down. Now, I am a super productive person and I love being very productive and have a high work rate. But at the moment, there is just so much outside of my control, so much that has its own schedule and diary that 
I really need to take a step back and say to myself, right, you know, in this in this current season or of transition, there is just no way that I can be as productive as I usually am. And I need to find strategies to adjust to that. And that really brings me to my first sort of strategy that is working and that I'm finding really helpful at the moment, which is to just allow time to be less productive and just to be really intentional about acknowledging that I'm not going to be that productive and that I just need that extra time to process and to give myself some space to be slower than usual and to reflect more to go for a walk or sit quietly somewhere or lie on the sofa cuddling my dog and i think looking after the the plants in my office in particular has been giving me a lot of helpful kind of inspiration and reminders that things just take the time they take and i need to be patient with myself just as i am with the plants that i look after who don't always, you know, grow at the same rate or, or blossom at the same rate. And they adjust with their seasons and the light levels. And last week we had a heat wave and lots of my plants just kind of didn't just need extra water, but they also just behaved quite diff- differently and started to sort of droop a little bit and didn't want to have as much... Um, sort of, yeah, they didn't change as much as usual um, during the day. And I think that sort of acknowledgement that the conditions that you're in and and, uh, the time you're in being very much the determining factor on how you can behave and what kind of day you can have is such an obvious point to make, but one that I still keep forgetting. So allowing time to be less productive is definitely one of the key strategies that's really helping me just now. Another strategy that I want to share with you is really reflecting. And um, I know many people that I work with really struggle to reflect regularly and to make time of that. And I I totally relate to that struggle. <laughs> um, at the moment, I'm finding it very difficult to make time to really focus and sit down in front of a blank page. I just can't find the words to start. But reflecting is a key part of my professional practice. And I generally like reflecting either in conversation with someone like a colleague or coach, um, write in a paper journal as well as digital journals and I also just like sitting and thinking about things although for me the way I process things I find writing them down um, really really helpful to kind of start my reflective process but at the time when I have so many different things to think about that I could potentially reflect on I struggle sometimes to find a balance between there just seeming to be too much to reflect on and I don't know where to start or everything I can think of doesn't really seem worth mentioning and then I don't end up actually focusing on it. Now, 
as part of my kind of professional development as a coach, I'm really fortunate because I get to get coached by a lot of really experienced, wonderful coaches who um, who swap hours with me and, and as part of their training, coach me. And I really, really value that. I think when my own capacity to gain perspective is low, I find it so helpful to have someone else to keep me accountable, to help me reflect and to ask me questions that I then kind of get prompted to think through my days or weeks and progress with. Um, but I can't obviously sit down with someone every day and um, and get help to empty my brain. Um, I would love that if that was available to me, but unfortunately it isn't. And so in between my, my sessions, I do try and and find that, that focus myself. And in my case, in a written format. So usually I start a completely fresh page, um, whether on paper or on my laptop. And I write down maybe three to five questions, space them out on the page so that I've got a little bit of space to answer below each question and make myself basically like a small questionnaire template. And then I start to answer those questions in turn. And um, I really find having the structure, even if I make that up myself, really helpful. Um, you can also do that in conversation. Um, some people I know like recording, like a voice recording, just talking, um, talking to the recorder rather than talking to yourself. Um, and some people prefer maybe to just sit and think through prompts. But if you're curious to try this yourself, um, here are some examples of the kind of questions that I ask myself. So I've got prompts like, what was hard today? Or how would you like tomorrow to be different? What do you wish you'd done or said differently? Why are you feeling the way you do? What has changed in the past week or month? What are you looking forward to next? And what would you wish would go away? Those types of prompts I personally find really helpful and they do get me thinking and they also get me to confront some of the things that are maybe harder to think about um, or maybe acknowledge what's within my control and what's without outside of my control and um, things that I can change, things that I can't change. It's really helpful. If you do have a look um, at the blog post to accompany the episode, there are some pictures of some new baby succulents that I have at the moment. And they really, I think, are such a good reminder. These are tiny, tiny plants. They are like maybe in a, in a pot, like an inch across. So they can really sit in the palm of your hand. And day to day, they don't really change all that much. They, they kind of look pretty similar. Um, as succulents, they don't need a lot of water and they don't really sort of grow very fast. But over time, like two to three months, they do absolutely change. And I really love watching these plants and, and taking a picture of them, maybe in one month and then another one in a couple of months, just because they are such good reminders that even when things are, you know, they don't seem to change or you're not making any progress with time that perspective will definitely change and you will be able to see 
how, how things have progressed. Before we finish today's episode, I wanted to share one last strategy that's really working for me at the moment, which is to focus on what stays constant. Even in times of transitions, many things remain the same and it can really help focus on these. So for me personally, to give you some examples, I find examples of of constants in my home, in my daily routine, and also in my own skills and capacity. So to give you some practical ideas of what that looks like, for example, in my home, where I spend a lot of my time, given that I work from home, I like finding places like a comfy spot to read or to have tea, where I like sitting regularly or spending time regularly. I have a a really nice seat where I can see out in the garden, where I like to read and, and just sit and relax. And particularly during like a really stressful day when I'm really busy or I find things overwhelming, I really enjoy looking out of the window and just observing the world go by from kind of the safety of my of my chair, my seat. And I, I've already mentioned the plants quite a lot, so <laughs> I hope if you're not interested in plants, it could be something else as well. But um, for me, the houseplants in my office are a really wonderful reminder that things stay the same. They still need care. They still need time. Um, I really enjoy the sort of routines of, of caring for them. And that makes me feel more grounded and more rooted. Talking of which, I think daily routines are a great way of feeling constant and leaning into what isn't changing. So I'm someone who wakes up with tea in the morning walk my dogs every day even things like you know regular correspondence even answering emails can be a comforting routine and i think this is one of the areas in my life at the moment the routines that i have where i'm trying not to change too much at the same time because I like the idea of having a lot of flexibility and with any sort of job change, there's that opportunity that you can reinvent and reinvigorate your daily routines. And I am looking forward to that immensely, but I am also finding that I don't want to have too much change in too many areas of my life all at the same time. So I like having a little bit of routine that I can stick to. I think what I find most reassuring is that I can continue to rely on the skills and competencies that I've gathered um, over my lifetime and continue to rely on those even if the context in which I work is changing. So for example, um, as many regular readers and listeners will know, I love organising and planning things. I am a very organised sort of person and I also enjoy being creative and producing lots of different types of content. And so I find those things still give me strength and give me a lot of inspiration and serve me just as well, regardless of how I apply things. And I find that in particular gives me a lot of confidence when I start working on 
things that I've never done before or completely new things, um, it doesn't really matter to me whether the thing that I'm working on is completely unknown because I know that the skills and capacity I bring to it is a really positive um, basis on which I can learn and explore and adjust to all the new things that I need to learn along the way. So in some ways, because I already know myself and what I'm good at and what I need help with and where I can rely on my own judgment or where I need help from others, that I can really kind of start any task with a certain amount of confidence, regardless of how new or different it might be. Now, those are some of the strategies that I'm finding working for me at the moment. Um, there's a couple of other things like taking breaks, um, practicing gratitude um, that I also um, am trying out. But I think overall, I really enjoy this idea and playing with this idea of, of moving at a plant pace, um, being slow, intentional, balanced, and looking after my needs to kind of move through this period of transition. And I hope you've enjoyed sharing in my reflections today. And as always, very much looking forward to hearing what strategies are working for you, or if you have any questions around coping with change and moving through transitions that I can pick up in a future episode. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Leading Virtual Teams. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, you can find the links to the tools and resources we talked about in the show notes or head over to maradeepwell.com forward slash podcast.